Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 184, Episode 4 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Thursday, May 13th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Sometimes I feel like I want a salad. Sometimes I feel like I want a pie. Is the city I live in the city for pizza? Hungry as I am, I'll give the kitchen a try. I don't ever want to eat soup at a pizza place. Get the pasta away from me. Get it out of my face. But if I ever feel hungry for new flavors, take me to the place I love. Take me to CPK. That is courtesy of Rap Bohemian. Uh, and I am thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Sometimes I feel like <laughs> I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel <laughs> like my only friend is the kitchen I eat in, <laughs> the kitchen of pizza. Lonely as I am, together we die. And I don't ever want to eat pizza delivery. Somebody a pizza to hug. <laughs> it is the CPK. And I don't ever want to eat wow. unless it's CPK. Take me to the place I love. Take me to CPK. <laughs> Woo! Woo! That's from Johnny Davis. The RHCPK is poisoned the Zeitgang because I and also my bro, yeah. I can't stop. I love them. I, I love them. I also am just the the more we do this, the more I realize we've totally turned our back on any new listeners. They just come in and they're like <laughs> they sing about the California Pizza Kitchen for like Are three okay? minutes, and then uh... <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. We're we're gonna move on. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. New people. Don't worry. CPK for life. Yeah. Uh, Miles, we yep. are thrilled to be joined in our third seat yes. by the legendary, the brilliant, the talented propaganda. There he is. What the lick read? I'm lactose intolerant, so bring a different <laughs> pizza. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I mean, CPK could probably, uh, you know, take care of you. I'm I mean, sure it's California. They, I know they got gluten-free and dairy-free yeah, They got the diet course, for you. Yeah, they got the diet. I'm also wondering there. if I have to start actually, like, trying CPK again. I don't think I've had it since, like, high school. Nah, but, you don't. It's uh, nah, it's it a mall food, man. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. be real. It's a step above mall food or That's airport like, yeah. food. It's definitely <laughs> airport food. Right. right. That's like a high school date place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's yes. fancy. Like, when you're a kid, it's fancy to be like, I took her to CPK. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, it wasn't Domino's. Yeah, you know what I'm Exactly, like, exactly. Y'all remember Shakey's? How California are you? Y'all remember Oh, hell Shakey's? yeah. Exactly. Okay, oh, I was... Yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I don't know what podcast I was on, but I was talking about how I, I, I pied a gangster in the face outside Let's of a CPK go. in North Hollywood because I thought it was my friend. I was caking like it was a basketball no. end of season. You know, everybody gets down to Shakey's yeah. end of season thing. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to pie my friend when he comes out the door. And my friend was supposed <laughs> to give me the signal and it's coming out. This gangster ass dude walked out. I hit his ass with this thing. And he the way he G'd up on me, I, I pretty much died in my body right there. Yeah. And yeah. it, but it was luckily, luckily he was the cousin of somebody on this team. So like, okay, kind of smoothed out, but I definitely had this moment where it was not, it this was not it. cool. Yeah. This but shout it. out to Shakey's and shout out Mojo's. Yeah. The Mojo's bro. Birthday. Is yes. that, is that part of the Shakey's like, uh, culture that you pie people in the face? That's I mean, a, like, that's just some kid shit to do. No, it's uh yeah, it's like, it's little league. You know, yeah, right. it's little league basketball, football. You pie one of your homies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, being Shakey's, however, is like California, like monument. Yeah, I just never had that many pies at at hand. Okay, what, I'm sorry when I keep saying pie. I just mean the act of throwing fucking cake in someone's face. 
Okay. Because yeah. okay. wherever I pie. said this the last time someone asked me, like, you had a pie? I'm like, well, no. I, didn't have, I mean, you know what I mean? Putting cake in somebody, cake in yeah. somebody in the face. So you had a whole cake that you were just ready to No, I had a big, you know, I had the, you know, the wild flagrant corner piece. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I had that okay. and I just, <laughs> I hit this dude so hard. I couldn't believe it. It was really. Did you my like life keep life. mashing it? Did you just no, like this, once you realized the mistake? Well, <laughs> wait, the door opened. Yeah. The door opened, and I realized I'm like, oh shit, they're taller. Like, because I was having to adjust the arc <laughs> right. of my pie yeah. to hit and them in the face, like, and I was like, oh, this is a grown ass man. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I'm fucking up, and I should have been. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I thought you were someone. And he, the way they, just, this dude looked down, didn't even acknowledge me, and just wiped his eyes. Said. They gave me a motherfucking napkin. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was like, please, please. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so but sorry. I think he knew because he was like, he was like 17, but I was like 10. So it wasn't right. really, yeah, it, was, it's not it like, wasn't like a smoke, but up. he knew he could fuck with me a little bit. And, you know, the message was received. <laughs> that's let's not let that happen again that's no. a uh, great story man pra welcome to the show welcome yeah. to yo, the network man yo man look man i feel like i just came from like the triple a's you feel me i was d-league <laughs> out this mug you feel me look here i better i can't i can't i can't be getting up here like dribbling through my legs behind the back and missing a dunk you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah yeah you just made it into the game ease <laughs> in bro no, you know we saw saying? you. We knew we we saw the mixtapes. You know, you know what yes. I mean? Yeah, okay, yeah. we you knew saw, you were you nice me. with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you saw me pushing the <laughs> pushing the mixtapes. I like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, man. Hood politics uh, relaunching, I guess. On, on yeah. Uh, yeah. Today, today as we're recording was like the allow me to reintroduce oh, yeah, myself. You know. Uh huh. So uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's like uh, for so long, just from the different like spheres I've existed in, it was kind of like. The, the moves weren't linear for me. They were kind of all happening at the same time. So like yeah. this was a moment to like really bring, you know, this music, this poetry, the podcast stuff, kind of bring it all into one place and be like, all right, y'all, this is who I am. You know, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's dope, man. Like, uh, thanks for the opportunity, man. I'm going to be an earner, I promise. Oh, no. <laughs> man, we're here yeah. for the intellect, man. And you bring it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're coming heavy with that. So, yeah. Behind the uh, police and behind the insurrection are two of, I think, the best things that we've done uh, oh, as man. a network. So, uh, having you be even more involved, very exciting. If people man, haven't checked you. those out, Prop was co host with Robert Evans of a special kind of Behind the Bastards miniseries looking yeah. at the history of police and then looking at uh, the history of fascist insurrections around yeah. the world. And just I mean, they fascism. were both layups. Like, y'all gave me, like, <laughs> those are the easiest alley-oops. Like, you want to get I a mean... black man to talk about the police? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, All right. we're going to get to know you a little bit better in Let's a moment. Let's do it. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. Uh, Liz Cheney is out. Uh, finally, <laughs> this is gonna. This is the last time I am gonna fucking read this headline. Uh, she's now officially out. They they danced around it for a long time, but uh, now it is official. Uh, you can't say that we didn't warn you because we have covered this story exhaustively <laughs> for but three they, months. Yeah, but yes. now they uh, they officially like removed her from her leadership position. That's the other thing is it's not like she's no longer uh, in Congress. She's just yeah. no longer in this one she's, specific leadership has, position. Not much decision-making power. In right. The, she's kind of too close. It's, yeah. Right, right. It's, yeah. It's like this. Okay. I mean, it's like, who y'all trying to impress, man? Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, right. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's this uh, one guy. For? Turns yeah. out uh, an audience of one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk about the new movement in anti-maskers, which involves wearing a mask uh, because they <laughs> they are worried about vaccines. <laughs> the dirty-ass vaccinated. The dirty <laughs> ass. Contagious. Uh, but the vax will... is contagious. Not, right. not, the, not, to, not the disease, the vax. No, the vax, yeah. you don't want that. Got it. Uh, we'll talk about a second piece of uh, GOP cancel culture, their attempt to cancel the 1619 project from history curriculums around the country. I, I'm mm -hmm. especially excited to hear Prop talk about that. Oh, can't wait. A Pulitzer Prize reporter is coming out with a, a story about how the Secret Service was uh, fucking Donald Trump Jr.'s wife, was probably uh, hooking up with Tiffany Trump. And also we get some Good for uh, insight into how Trump managed his team. It's kind of kind of interesting. Kind of top model-y. 
Yeah, top, very top model. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I read that and I was like, this is absolutely true. Right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Right. Of course he's smashing that fool's wife. Right. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of yes. course. Before we get to any of that prop, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Oh, man. Yeah. I couldn't wait for this because I forgot this segment was in the show. And then I looked at my last search and I was like, this is perfect. The <laughs> Swedish word for half Saturday. Swedish word for half Saturday. I don't they, It's like, I'm not going to say it right, but it's like lil or drag. Lil or drag. Lil or dag or something like that. I can't speak Swedish. But What is a half Saturday? So they had this idea during the quarantine <laughs> to start celebrating Saturday on Wednesday. Oh, shit. So they treat Wednesday afternoon like Saturday, and they call it half Saturday. And I was like, this is brilliant. The Swedish are on the Wait, so how, what is this celebration exactly? Like, just kind of... You treat it like, like you get off into work? a weekend vibe? Yeah. yeah, you have a weekend vibe on Wednesday. You just kick, kick off work, you know, go to a happy hour. They're just oh. like, whatever. Life but sucks. you still have to work on Thursday? Yeah. Because okay. it's half Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it was just like, let's just start the, let's just have a weekend yeah. in the middle of the week. And I'm like, low key, let me tell you something. These people invented Helvetica. I'm like, y'all, <laughs> like, y'all smart as hell. You know what Killing I'm saying? Killing it. Yeah. I'm like, that's brilliant. So I, I just, I, I was like, what's the, I had heard it somewhere that like, cause my wife started calling something. She was like, it'd be, we used to do like little like movie nights on Fridays with our kids. So we would mm -hmm. like, yeah. and we would just show them either movies they pick or stuff from our childhood. Like, so, you know, I, I put my kids through like the whole Star Wars situation. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Right. And, um, but during, during this damn quarantine, I come in the house after like, you know, coming from the, from our little back office and they already starting a movie. And I'm like, nigga, it's Wednesday. <laughs> like we're starting early and i was like there's a word for that so, uh, yeah. have, hey the swedish really are doing damn. it the we're scandinavians good. always have like good you know like aren't like yeah. with danish concept of hoogie or hugie you know their coziness like they have yeah. ideas like nah man you gotta get fucking cozy and i'm like mm. what there's like a whole culture around that there's a whole or even yeah. like being like let's bring a a weekend vibe to wednesday why not it almost I it's weird because I that really challenged my thinking for a moment to be like, do I have the imagination yeah, to right. create that in my mind? Like right. that's exactly it's yeah. like knowing like, oh shit, the toil is over. Turn up time. But now it's kind of like something else. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like who why? Why you not need to get the whole there? you need to get the whole country on board though, right? You need yeah. to or at least whatever company you work for, because otherwise yeah. they're they're gonna you know, still be acknowledging that there's a meeting tomorrow at eight or whatever. Like part of part of the yeah. my psychology around Saturdays is that Sunday's coming up. So like I don't even have to fucking worry about like whatever's happening the next day. Mm -hmm. Uh which is not like I shouldn't have to I, I don't have to worry either way. It's just True. that's how my brain is broken is like that's how what anxiety does, right? Yeah. yeah. Um but I think I think yeah anything anywhere you can cut out a half day, uh, out of the work week like we're it we're a generation away from people looking at the five hour work week where like forty hours is a minimum type shit as the way that we look at like time before uh people have weekends like yeah the, like block like it's like, this like is, why like, it's we don't need VCRs that. blockbuster yeah. it's like yeah. why do I we don't need that shit. Why are you doing this? You don't have think, to. So uh, yeah, yeah. It like you said. I get challenged my imagination because I was like, "Yo, who says you can't?" Yeah, and I was and I'm like, like it's only right. just been societally dictated that the turn up is these three specific days or four. Yeah. You know, it all depends. It's all relative I mean, to your work. On your but, job. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. It's like, right. well, you know, give yourself like, that little bit of respite in the middle of the week. Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah. What uh? What age did you do Star Wars prop? As a with child, kids? No, no, with your kids. I'm just trying to figure uh, out what. So I got a teenager. So she was 14. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then my little one is four. You think, but, right. uh, but have, uh, they, have they seen Star Wars yet? Oh, they're in. 
Yeah, in. she's in. Okay. I started with her. I started with her. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When it was when uh, yeah. The Mandalorian started, because I was like, you're going to fall in love with Yoda. Like, I know you're right. going to do it. Right. So I put her on, yeah. and then the, and then my other daughter came in. I, I married a single mom. So when I started, so my oldest one, she was three when we got married. Right. So when she came in the building, I was like, all right, you know, I'm still trying to like, hey, champ. Right. You know I mean, it's been like 10 years, but I'm like, do you like me yet? You know, right, right, right. so I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, so I was like, let me try to give you something that's kind of dope, you know. And of course, she was like, so I started with Rogue One because I was like, OK, woman lead, you know, what I'm saying yeah. like get into the story. And then after that, you know, gave her the primer that like, OK, so these first three are actually episodes four five and six. But then mm. they're. Okay, they were made in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right. suspend your reality for a second. And then now she makes, like, she got a Kylo Ren poster in her room. You know what I'm saying? She got a so store and shit. Dog, she, she in. Crafts. You feel me? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, she in. She been in for a while. So, I feel like, okay, my work, she got, like, my work here is done. I've done one thing correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's something you think is overrated? Ah, oh, there's a lot of things I think overrated. Uh, <laughs> Talib Kweli. <laughs> But uh, oh, wow. camping. Okay. I think camping's overrated. Are you a camper at all or are you just... My wife is. Uh-huh. I just, I mean, principally speaking, I'm like, why would I leave a perfectly good inside to construct <laughs> a subpar outside? Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And like, and to the degree for which you enjoy camping is the level for which my subpar inside i constructed becomes like the inside i just left I see. so i'm you know what i'm saying so i'm like i'm okay i'm a, this is a really so comfortable sleeping bag it's just like a bed well then what the fuck why don't i just stay in the bed then? you <laughs> right. know what i'm saying so i'm like you know oh man this 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 tent is so warm it's like walls okay why would i leave walls to go to like walls you know right. what i'm saying I got a fire pit outside in my backyard. I could cook over an open fire. That's fine. And then go sleep in a temperature controlled place. I just, there's bears, like right. with there's yeah. mosquitoes. I got to spray myself down with chemicals so I don't get bit or I could just stay inside. I don't understand yeah. why everybody is so in love. We figured, the Neanderthals figured out that it's better to be inside. Right. Right. Exactly. So I'm just yeah. like, this shit is overrated. Like, you spending so much money <laughs> to make what you already got. Right. Does, does it have anything to do with being growing up in the city? Being I think it has first? a lot to do with that. Because I'm the, I feel the same. Like, I like going, it's like fun for like a the first time. Like, oh, it's okay, that was cool. But I'm like, but for real, like, nah, I, there's a lot of shit I need. Days? In, in yeah. I like I'll hiking. Go, I'll go out for like a day. I'll go, exactly. I'm like, the outside is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nature's amazing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, I got sleep out here. Like, mm. that's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, like, we go to, like, our little staycations. I go to Joshua Tree. You know what I'm saying? We go have a great time out there and then go to a nice Airbnb. There you go. Yeah, inside. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. I think it's the, it's, it's, it's funny. The yeah, boy. just growing up in the city, too. Like, I loved Whenever I could go, like anytime there was a field trip to nature, I was like, oh, this is fucking dope. Like, yeah. it's so different than just the fucking valley and shit. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, like, I think as you kind of get set into your ways, it, yeah. it, it got a little bit harder for me. But, you know, all that to say, I, I'd imagine maybe I could endure it. Like if I go to one of those places, like, you know, fucking uh, the beginning of Big Little Lies. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, you know I mean, I you know, what? like that I, kind of shit, like Carmel. Yeah. Now that you surf. say it, I, I think there might be some like. Some like psychological trauma from childhood from feeling like, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Like my dad, my father was a Black Panther, but he was like city boy, ladies, man. Like, I don't know. I changed no oil. I ain't know how to like, oh, right, right. I'm going to work <laughs> on cars. Like, right. I don't know how to do none of this shit. So, like, I feel like since my father wasn't like these other dads who had tents and stuff like that, right. like you, you low key feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you less right. of a boy than the rest of the other boys. Oh yeah. See, so, I'm the same way. I came from yeah. a tentless home as well. Yeah, a exactly. Tentless home. A yeah. tentless home. I was yeah. like, we ain't got money for that. Like, what you want to buy a tent? What is it for to sit in the garage? Right. Like the hell we going to do with this? So, so yeah. So I feel like I remember, yo, I remember first time I went fishing. Yeah. There was this family down the street you know just 
Menly men had their boat, had their RV, you know what I'm saying? And they went, so they went out uh to uh ah man, where was that? I want to say it was like Angeles Crest, so like in the, up in like La Crescenta. They went up there to like to go fishing. So I I got to go with them. And it's three boys, and I mean like Boy Scouts, right? So right, right. we went and I remember they was fighting over who gets to throw the uh throw the anchor down. <laughs> so <laughs> They were like, no, 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 no. Jason's our guest. We're going to let him do it. So I threw the anchor down. And as it's going down, I realized I ain't tie it to the boat. <laughs> so I'm watching the shit. Go I mean, that's the on them. Come on. Man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. But oh, I'm yeah. panicking. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm oh, panicking. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you know, so I don't say nothing, but they are, they, I, my, my back is to them. So they can't see this happening. And then as the boat's drifting, they're like, what happened? And I remember now as a father, like how well these boys' dads handled this. Like they, wow. he was just like, Jason, did you tie the, and I was like, no, you know, you, and uh, yeah. And he was did like, did you tell me to tie? I know. Right. That's what I should have <laughs> right, said. Right. Fuck off. But yeah, I wish I had, I wish I had the balls to do that. But nah, he was like, and the boys are like all biting their tongue because they was like, we told you not to let him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Right? right. So so they're like, it's okay. It's, it's boys. It's okay. Right. We'll just go get another one. We'll have to pay for this right. and we'll just go get another one. Come out. So I cost them like 50 bucks in a couple hours, you know. But like after that, I was like, I'm never getting on another damn boat See, again. There like, we go. Yeah. Well, We'll, but we'll let's we'll create the space to allow that younger Jason to heal. Thank from you, that, I appreciate because you know, it wasn't your fault. I, yeah. You know they didn't fucking train you, and then they, they ain't tell you me like that. The fuck you know what I'm saying? They thought they was doing something good. You know we don't take the take the kid take the poor kid out fishing. The only <laughs> yeah. time uh, we ever camped when I was a kid with my family was uh, when they were painting the inside of our house, and we couldn't <laughs> sleep in our room, and so they set up a tent. We borrowed a tent from the neighbors and put it in our backyard, and that was uh, that was fucking dope. That was that was See, the most me, fun thing you can do. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was fun, and then I went in because I was like, "This is uncomfortable," <laughs> so I slept on the couch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> same thing with me. First time I camped in my backyard, and my dad was like, "Fuck!" Like, because he was like, "You really want to do this?" I'm like, "I don't know." It, it, we just watched that movie Congo, where they just threw those pop tents yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, they just threw the motherfucker out, and it was a fully made tent. And I was like, right. "We got to get on that wave." So this he, is dope. Yeah. One of one of the our neighbors had one, so th we borrowed it. The tiniest <laughs> fucking tent, by the way. And uh -huh. by by fucking, I remember ten like by ten o'clock, we got in there like at seven. I was like, "I want to go inside," and he's like, "Yeah, I was gonna, I was actually gonna wait for you to fall asleep." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Just drag your ass inside." <laughs> Played video games. I love know. that Congo made you want to go camping because yeah. Jaws made me want to go swim in the ocean and get eaten by a right. shark. Like when See, I was we're a all kid, like, up kids are so media. dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is something you think is underrated, prep? Underrated, I think. Just kind of not having a take on something. Yeah. Just kind of shutting the fuck up. Like, I feel like that's, I feel like that's underrated. I mean, mm -hmm. and I'm saying this with full self-awareness that my entire career is having a take, you know? But I, I just honestly, like, I feel like if I, I, because again, I was preparing for this question and I feel like this is what I actually landed on. Like, I just think, yo, it's okay to like, I don't have an opinion. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah, it seems especially like on like especially things like Twitter too. Yeah, where people are like sort of counting on accounts to be like, oh, and what is your take on this thing now? Yeah, your silence not, is deafening. I'm like I be getting those. You haven't spoke about this. I'm like, because I mean, where I have a fucking life? Like, and do you know me personally? Because you can you can vet you can vet my energy on that level, not on yeah. how many times I'm hitting enter on my phone. Come on, bro. Um, Come on, but man. yeah, I think that's what's really interesting too is. We've gotten like addicted to like the take economy, yeah. and that's also because social media has just become such a you know like yeah uh, dominant force or you know form of communicating that if you're not communicating via social media, it's like, are they saying something? Yeah, it's like man, I might be burnt the fuck out because half the time I'm on here, I'm dealing with people trying to come at me and shit. I how about that? Yeah, yeah, how about that? And I feel or, like a take is yeah. it. It's usually like an answer, like this is how this thing yeah. is, right? And that robs 
the world of mystery when you feel like you you always have to have the answer on whatever this thing is as opposed to just being interested in it and trying to learn yeah. more about it and then yeah. you know being like it's actually complicated you yeah. know like right. i want to give an example here real quick the prego counter the woman <laughs> who is uh preparing spaghetti on her counter yeah. People said that I was defending her. Miles, you said I was defending her. Yeah. All I was saying is that I was open <laughs> yeah. to the possibility that a this was not reality. a viral video, that yeah. this was, in fact, her friend setting her up to uh, look like a fool on the Internet. Yeah. That was just a possibility. I wasn't taking it one way or the other, but people came out with like, it's like you're, on the defending? you're on the defense of Prego, lady. Yeah. Yeah. But you uh, know, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's look, just, we're just talking and that's yeah. just how the Internet synthesizes people talking. And right. exactly, man. I saw that and it. I just I saw that video and I just went, oh, that's white shit. And then just kept scrolling. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, I don't have to have an opinion on it. I'm like, oh, it's just, she's made a video about the counter thing. I don't get it. Your but, silence yeah. is deafening prop on this. <laughs> why don't you stand against? Why don't you stand against white supremacy? I'm like, fam, like, let the lady, if she want to make her spaghetti like that, it's none of my business. There's anti-Italian you know violence. Do you feel me? I'm like, man, just like, let that lady live, bro. Like, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, even if it isn't, like you said, maybe that's just set it up for the viral video. Maybe like I don't know. I'm not Italian. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, you. I I thought y'all ain't like prego. I thought that was like right. canned pozole. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you don't buy canned pozole. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no. So I just figured I don't have to have a take on it. Like, okay, right. yeah. Right. Is there canned pozole? I saw it in the store. A few oh weeks ago, no! And I was like, this is that a made my skin crawl. Yeah, as an Angelino, I was like, Dave, was there's like, no way people are canning yeah. that shit. This is you a would disaster. bring this somewhere. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And all right, let's let's put this story to bed. <laughs> yes, let's put it in the ground. Liz Cheney uh, was cancel cultured for not yep. being full MAGA. Oh God, you hate to see it. Uh huh. After the vote was held to you know formally put the stake in her. Yep. She spoke to the press and was <laughs> look. Yeah, she there's basically fighting, made a fighting promise. Words. Fighting yeah. words, Rowan. Okay, this is what she yeah, said yeah. when they. Right after they fucking very quickly, overwhelmingly pushed her out of leadership from the GOP. Clearly. So at this point, she comes out. She's asked a few things. She just sort of gives her things. She's like, no, I'm not surprised. This is just where the party's at. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to do everything I can to stop it. And then she was asked, OK, well, what about the prospects of 2024 and Trump running again? Where do you see yourself, you know, positioned in that? Uh, I uh, will do uh, everything I can to ensure uh, that uh, the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. We have seen Ooh. the danger uh, that he continues to provoke with his language. Uh, we have seen his... Okay, so before you were willing to shut the fuck up when he's in office, <laughs> now right. you're yeah. like, yeah. I'm I'm like, like hold stop this Like, okay. Okay. A little Facebook-esque. Okay, I like that. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, I see, but this is what we wanted to see. We wanted to see this point where it starts fracturing yeah. And what happens now? Because yes, Cheney, she's part of the. She's her dad is fucking Darth Vader, like we said. She's Let's not. She yeah. is connected to the old school leadership of the party, and they are fully trying to cleave themselves off from that. And you know, this has apparently gotten a, like a, other Republicans now in their feelings too, because there's a report now that over a hundred Republicans, including some elected officials, former elected officials, no one sitting in Congress, uh, they're preparing. Perfect to release a letter threatening to form a third party. And they're what yeah. they're saying is their whole thing is like, you need to detach yourself from Trump. And I think they're just pump faking. But a third party could, if they really did, I mean, it's a lot of money to put it, to start a third party right now. But yeah, it's pretty if hard. they did, it could be a potential GOP spoiler party. Uh, and that could be interesting. But oh, I'm, I'm all for this. This this sounds great. It yeah, sounds like but a that's great the strategy. Thing. Are they going to do it? You know what I mean? No. Yeah, I don't bro. know because then they would completely threaten the conservative movement. Like, how do you? What happens? But I just want to play this clip because one of the one of the people who's a signatory to this letter, he has literal fighting words for the GOP, and I just want to play this so you know the GOP is on on alert. As if you can think about the existing GOP leadership as the dinosaurs, we're about ready to be the asteroids. 
Let's go, wow. gangster over here. He, we're going to be the asteroids. We're about to be. <laughs> I mean, he he, that's he did the lamest not pull it green off. light I've ever heard, bro. <laughs> uh, if you think of the the current GOP leadership, uh, like just like so inelegantly constructed, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, you you could think of us maybe as uh, the the dinosaurs. Uh, Sorry, I should clarify. The dinosaurs, uh, the asteroids that uh, took out the dinosaurs, (laughs) and then we're uh, not the asteroids from. (laughs) Yeah, so in the Jurassic period, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) right? They just should have played Conway the Machine. Yeah. Or like Griselda to do a dr- diss track to really right. let them know, alert them about like, no, Walk we don't we do not do drive-bys. We do walk-ups, homie. You know what you I know mean? What if it's smoke, we got we got goons with K's waving, you know? Hey, yow. Talk to I don't know. Nah. But we're the asteroids. <laughs> like, it's so lame. It's now, now, granted, this story to me, like, this is bullseye hood politics. It's mm-hmm. like, this is exactly. Right. This is exact. This is the story because right. it's like it's like okay, you ride you ride for the set or you ride for the boss. When the boss mm-hmm. goes down, it's like, what's your calculus? Are you gonna stick with this guy? Like, do you you know when Escobar when Escobar falls, do you keep riding with him or are you like not a cartel gotta last? You know right. what I'm saying? So if you Liz Cheney, you playing the long game. You like, look, man, the hood gonna come first. The hood gonna outlast all this. You know what I'm saying? At some point, y'all gonna forget about this nigga. You know what I'm saying? So like, let me play this long game. Or you'd be like, you know, what's the short money? Let's 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 hit this lick real quick. You know what I'm saying? Right, right now, this where the hood at. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody amped on this. We need to push her out. Let's keep this story going because we could keep hitting this lick. You know what I'm saying? You just ride it out until it's done. You know, and then after that, you pivot again because no one cares about consistency in the GOP. No. You know what I'm saying? So then you like, look, we'll just pivot when it's time to pivot. You know what I'm saying? But right. like, you don't well, have to play pivot a long to? game. That's the thing that's weird too, because I'm, like, well, I'm not sure bro. what anyone's yeah. calculus is. Here. They like, don't know. Yeah. Like, this what be... would this new third party be? Would it just be the the same politics, the same conservative politics with just the white supremacy not said out loud like before? Is that or basically if, what they're them trying to leaving aim for? too? Let them really hit the pedal to the metal on all this. You know, like yeah. they're fully on some fascist authoritarian agenda now. That they're yeah, gonna just I be think she wiping out like out. voting rights and shit. Yeah, and, and then she might be left in the fucking cold. That's why yeah. I'm hoping if I'm writing the story, if it's like fucking power or some shit, it's yeah. like, oh, you don't want to fuck the Cheneys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's no, no. You don't want. Yeah. You, no, you don't want that. But I don't know. It's it's hard to say because what the GOP did, they let Trump in, and he took over, and now I think they're really confused. Because before they're like, it's fine, it's fine. We still got this. We just need him to win elections. Like mm, the infection is fully taken over now. And yeah, they they grossly underestimated his ability to like really wield wield the shit. Because if you again, like I mean, we covered this before, but like when I when I look at like a Mitch McConnell, like clearly his game was like, look, man, I need these judges. I need this power moves. I don't really care about what none of y'all think. Like I'm making these power moves, and when he's done, he's done. And again, consistency don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just this is what I need from him. You right. feel me? And um, but if you do, but that but that dinosaur thing, it's like it's really as as lame as that was. That really is the question. It's like, are, are y'all old heads? Y'all OGs? Like, do you listen to your OGs? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this do you let them say, you know, like it's almost like that, like weird, like the transition from like the John Gotti's. You know, like the old school dudes from Sicily into like the John Gotti's that are like hella flashy. You know what I'm right. saying? They're like, this right. what we doing now. This what the mob doing now. You know what I'm saying? And the Which OGs leads to like, it getting wiped out because they were too out. In and the they was too out it. there. You feel me? Yeah. So to me, I'm like, that's to me. If I if I'm trying to be in Liz Cheney's brain, being a legacy person, you like, oh, yeah, nah, the, the, the these fools come and go. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit come and go. You know, I right. what what need to last is like. You you know, again, being legacy, it's like how like how like you said, Dick, Dick Cheney is Darth Vader, who was verifiably wrong. Like <laughs> what he said, he testified. Yeah, nah, I wasn't no weapons over there. We just yeah. we just went. We all there for that oil, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like and it's like testified. But he's still getting movies about him. Do you know, people lovingly like embracing George Bush? Like, oh, look at him now. Yeah, it's right. like so you like, you know, you could outlast this shit. You feel me? But if you but if you like if you double down, you yeah. know, I don't know, man. So to me, I, I feel like that's what she doing. 
But also, last thing I would say is like, I hate to say every time every time the GOP used the term canceled, I just think to myself, <laughs> man, we just can't talk in front of white people. Y'all just, <laughs> just ruin our words, man. And they be like, oh, the woke left. I'm like, my dad used to say woke. Like yeah, my right. 70s smooth pimp Black Panther dad, like, you gotta stay woke, young brother. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, now you got it. And I'm like, I can't, we can't say cancel. I, y'all ruin swag. Ugh. They turn everything work. to poison. You turn yeah, it right. all to poison. I'm just like, man, maybe we just shouldn't talk in front of y'all. Like, cause you just, even you saying, well, we're going to, it's cancel culture. And I'm like, well, you about to cancel Liz Cheney. Well, that's different. It's not. And I'm like, right. you don't even know <laughs> what it means, bro. Like, God right. dog, why is this your word? Like, Damn it, man! We can't talk in front of y'all. Y'all take, y'all take blues and make it swing dancing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what the god? Right. Damn it, man! Next thing you know, like Kevin McCarthy, he's gonna be like, well, you know, uh, we had to get Liz Cheney out because she was just she was flagrant with her rhetoric, and that's on blood. Yes. Like what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you gonna be like, oh, period. Huh? What? Right. She gone on period. And I'm like, anyway, oh shout out God. to neighborhood six. So, uh, you right, know, right, right. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh, marathon man. continues. Like, what is you talking? Like, okay. Never mind. Anyway, that's <laughs> right. They so- will watch. Ooh, that's uh, Nancy Pelosi's going to say the marathon continues. <laughs> she will. Mark uh, my yeah. words. As Mark my Nipsey words. She gonna say it. The marathon continues. <laughs> oh shit. That'll be a day. Yeah, then it's official. We just can't talk in front of y'all. <laughs> uh, let's talk about anti-maskers. They now are afraid of people who have been vaccinated because anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers are basically... Uh, it's one circle now. A circle. Yeah, no longer. Venn diagram. Yeah. yeah. But now they are... Like, there's some conflict there because now the anti-maskers want a mask to... To keep free of the vaxxers germs, I yeah. guess. Well, because yeah. they're they're so caught up on this modified RNA, their their fundamental misunderstandings of vaccines and even the mm-hmm. technology of this specific one has sent them into this other world in which they're certain they're like, you know, this is just to make you infertile and things like that. So right now they're saying, "quote vaccinated will shed certain proteins." Onto the unvaccinated, who will then suffer adverse effects as well, uh, which is the shedding will cause irregular menstruation, infertility and miscarriages. And again, this was all part of like motivating some people to not get it. And now influencers in the anti-vaxxer community are warning their followers to social distance. Okay, and on a live stream, one of these, uh, you know, whatever conspiracy theorists was saying, telling them, imploring their viewers say to stay away from somebody who's had these shots forever because we don't know how long they can be a threat to us. Another uh, anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist said he's a New York uh, pediatrician and conspiracy theorist because you also want your pediatrician to be a conspiracy theorist. I think everyone knows that. He was saying that vaccinated people should, quote, have a badge on their arms that say, I've been vaccinated, even though it's not a vaccine, so that we know to avoid them on the street, to not go near them anywhere in society. And I'm like, Hell this yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. Let's let them yeah. wear okay. a mask. Let them stay yeah. the fuck okay. away from us. Like and I'm like, oh, right, you want me that. to shed on you? You better back the fuck up. They're doing the thing that we, like, felt like we shouldn't be doing technically is like making them wear something to like avoid them because yeah. they could still have COVID-19. Like, so they're just doing that, that work for us. It yeah. Like. The pretzel, like the mm-hmm. brain pretzel you got to get into to make that work rather than something as simple as hey, uh, viruses come out your nose and mouth. So you should cover your nose and mouth. That seemed real simple to me, but all right. this rigmarole you got to do to get to like, my my skin cells are gonna shed and the like, proteins will I, that's then, so much work bro like yeah god dog that's so much work yeah, yeah. Right. but what's interesting there's like a, a new thing i was reading from some mit research researchers who are sort of infiltrating these groups just to mm. kind of study them like empirically mm. and they're yeah. saying like their respect for like empiricism is really something like they really mm. they really try and use the same methodology of accepted science to sort of even navigate like their own conspiracy theories. Yeah. So 
it's this really weird interest in science, but it's coming from the fucking worst angle and the worst set of ideas to start off with. But That's so yeah. weird, man. The whole thing yeah. with this, though, too, this this sort of idea of sh- of shedding and the fear of that has gotten to the point where others are talking about how they should quarantine vaccinated family members. There was a school in Miami that was even prohibiting of like vaccinated teachers from interacting with students. The mask thing is still up in the air, though, because apparently right now the shedding debate is like the yeah. new hot ticket item where they're using to, you know, justify their fear or whatever. It is. I, I just feel like, man, some people just need a culture war. Like you right. just got to turn right. everything into a culture war. And it's 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 exhausting, you know, mm-hmm. and I just like this this new turn to me, like I was finally like usually you're just like, what, what, what? This one, I was like, man, I'm tired, man. <laughs> like, man, right. come on, y'all. Come yeah. on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know anybody who died from polio? Yeah, me neither. Right. right. You know why? For good reason. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't know nobody with smallpox, scurvy. Right. Like, you know anybody with rickets? Like, no. <laughs> I just, I, like, why is it so hard, man? Like, why everything got to be a war? Why everything got to be a war? Yeah. You know, yeah. That's. Because I think on some level, you know, like it just plays into people's psychology or their own personal history where like they've just become contrarian throughout their lives. And this because I look at even people who before who started veering in this direction, even people in my own family who before were just like the trippy family member, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh, you know, like uh, this is my secret. I I eat the I have these herbs to stay. healthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 90s and shit. And now they're kind of on this like, you think masks work? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like the, sort of like a yeah. it's definitely like a personality trait because I would have never sure. pegged them for that because they're very intelligent. But yeah. again, this is something we've discussed, too, like with cult members, like intelligence can kind of fuck you up, too, because you can really yeah. can convince yourself that you're what you're saying yeah. is fact. Yeah, man. The 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 yeah, the, like the unraveling of like the baseline of reality that you've set up, if that unravels, it's like only chaos can be on the other side of this. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? It, but, but like those of us who've been through certain, lived a little, been through metamorphoses that are like, you you can't be afraid of that cliff, you know? So once right. you jump over that cliff and you're like, oh, okay, it's fine. You know what I'm saying? The world didn't blow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember I, you know, I came from like any other black person from LA, we went to church, you know what I'm saying? So I like, first time I had like, <laughs> you know, premarital sex and God didn't rip the roof open and strike my naked body with lightning. You know what I'm saying? That you're just like, I oh, guess, huh. oh, huh. okay. Uh, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right. So now I get to decide like, what kind of man am I going to be? You know what I'm saying? It's not, not for fear of, you know, immediate destruction. You feel me? So I just right. think like when that reality unravels, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I honestly think, like you said, like it had nothing to do with, it got nothing to do with intelligence, but like to me, it's like that fear of the unraveling. You know what I'm saying? Like you have you ain't never looked into no abyss, you know, right, right. and and was willing to walk into and you realize, yo, it's, it's Narnia, right. bro. Like you right. can go through the looking glass and it's fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You might jump yeah. off the cliff and realize you could fly. Nigga, I can fly. You know what I mean? Rather than thinking <laughs> yeah. it's going to just come bringing you splat down on the ground. That yeah. part of that is the the growth you experience is going into the unknown. And, yeah, and, you, you know, know and like experiences. and being willing to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like then. And I think that that like that's another thing that I feel like what happened in that world is like, man, you just yo, take the L like you could like it's no problem being like, you know what? I used to think this about mask. Turns out. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, right. It's cool to be wrong. Like it's I would be like, I thought. Look, I was I was fucked up on uh fucking loose change in like coming out yeah. of college, and you know. So then I was like, well, yeah, maybe I can like I could I could let go yeah. of some some weird conspiracy theories and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, but totally. It definitely takes a moment too, where you got to be able to say, oh right, I, everything that I believe doesn't have to be real. In fact, yeah, this is a very this is a process of like yeah. sorting through ideas and yeah. ideologies and figuring out like what is best for me. Yeah, but hey, you know. there's just too much. There's too much know? information. It's the it's the I th- I feel like this is the combination of the fact that, you know, there's no authoritative source that everybody agrees on. This is where you get your information from. Yeah. So there's just everything is a source of information. Right. And then yeah. that combined with the American psychology of 
being allergic to collect collectivism and needing mm. something to differentiate yourself from other people to make you feel special, to make you feel like you're like a tiny uh, version of Harry Potter where you're like the one who so uh, was always it, like who was chosen to know this hidden information. Like yeah. America, I think America has become increasingly reliant on those sorts of things psychologically as mm -hmm. things like social, like people stopped going to church, people stopped yeah. going to bowling leagues, people mm -hmm. stopped getting to know their neighbors. Uh, and now it's like we need to not just believe that we are perfect, like individuals who control our own destiny, but that we're yeah. like special, uh, magical individuals who right. are more the most important and the world secretly revolves around them. It's kind of like that too, that mentality. I was talking to somebody over the weekend about how like when you're younger, your personality is more defined about with like what you're yes. not fucking with. Yeah. Not necessarily what you're interested in. It's mostly yeah. defined about what you reject. Yeah. And like a, that's a very beginning phase of identity formation is like, yeah, I'm not fucking with it. Oh, fucking th that cartoon. No, that's for babies. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's the mentality. Yeah. And that's the same. Show. Oh, wearing masks. Uh, uh, that's yeah. for fucking sheep. Like, right. that's not a that's not a way to navigate this. Nah. This uh, yeah. event in your life that's is to be like, I'm man. not fucking with it to the side yeah. with it. <laughs> no. Because then when you think about when you hit like middle school and you got to find your like what I like to call your er, like I'm a skater, I'm a rapper, I'm a right, rocker. Right, right. You got to find mm -hmm. your er. And then it's I, I going along with your example. Some people never like, oh, I don't fuck with rap. I'm with this. You know, if you don't never mature out of that, you know what I'm right. saying? Whereas like I left that in eighth grade. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like these rules are not hard and fast. Like I I can like Nirvana. Like what's right. what's wrong with me liking Nirvana? You know what I'm saying? But that that next that you're right, that next evolution of like forming your your this your sense of self to where you're like, yo, these categories are made up. They don't have to be this way. Yeah. And my importance as an individual is it's not a zero sum game. You know what I'm saying? Right. That like if I if I allow myself to be a part of the collective community, you know what I'm saying? That that somehow or another takes away from my individualism. Yeah, that's like you gotta like yeah. Yeah. You're not so yeah, you're not seeing the whole that. picture at that point. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then and then it's like what's crazy is like how you how you how you kid yourself with this idea of like you're saying, like, I need my nose to be more special. Like I'm what America is Earth's special little guy, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I am the special little guy in America. Right. right. I don't I think for myself, but yet you still are a part of a herd, and that herd is called anti-vax. You know what I'm saying? Right, so it's like right. you still join in the tribe. You know what I'm saying? Still in it's a like, crew, yeah. It's you're still a, in a crew. Yeah. You know, some so, Ronin with like your own code, the true like untamable. Yeah. Do your own research. That's the thing they all say now, which just means like you you have to like go to untrustworthy yeah. sources. I'll do it how, like, like I've been doing it. I'll yes. go to the the, the experts <laughs> as a who former <laughs> as a former ninth grade teacher. I can tell you, none of these fools know how to research. Right. <laughs> so, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have. You would have all failed my class. Like this is not. This ain't a research paper, fam. That's a meme. Did you check this source, cuz? Like you can't. This source. Did you? Did are you? Did you look for any dissenting voices? Do this over. Do this but, paper uh, over. But Arthur's yeah. balled up fist represents the anger <laughs> yeah. of the antebellum plantation owners ready to right. knuckle up against the North. Where that's what you got? All right, let's see. Give right. you another Look, shot, here's bro. the timeline. John Brown, then you got the Arthur fist, okay? <laughs> right. Then you got that SpongeBob meme where they're looking out the window and they're having yeah. fun. <laughs> so <laughs> seriously, so that's what it is. <laughs> You're just trying to brainwash me, teacher. Right, right. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. I feel like people are, you know, did you guys ever have friends who would stop liking a band once other people started liking oh, them? Oh, yeah. Or stop liking a musician yeah. once other people started liking them? I feel like that's how people are now with like news sources. Yeah. Like that's just too, that's too mainstream. Too, mainstream. too many people <laughs> respect it. Let's, right. Uh, yeah. It's like to the point I where like, fuck with Alex Jones. That's like sometimes when you hear people like, man, I only fuck with this kind of music or whatever. And you're yeah. like, no, this person's kind of at the top of their game. You're like, nah, fuck that. Fuck you don't that. want to do about this other person that's trash, and I'm like, yeah. that's a, that's not a really good comparison. Like, I call it this... the Chance the Rapper effect because it's like <laughs> everybody liked him when he was the People's Champ. He was touring the world with a mixtape. Then the guy actually succeeds. He lands a record deal, gets married, has some children. It's like, ah, oh, he sold out. Like, yeah, yeah. You mean it worked? 
Like right. it, it, worked. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. You know? Also, like I'd hate to tell you about his family backstory too. If you yeah, if you're doing this kind of myth building in your mind. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, all right. Let's take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And let's talk about how another sort of piece of GOP cancel culture that they would never call cancel culture, but they are (laughs) trying to... So the 1619 Project aims to kind of reincorporate the history of slavery into the history that children are taught in U.S. schools about America. I feel like the last decade has proven that is absolutely urgent. Yeah. Since so much of, like, racist discourse stems from an inability to grapple with the legacy of slavery and institutional racism. And like, I heard somebody describe it as like right now, children are getting the history of the Holocaust as taught by the third Reich. Like, and it feels like that's (sighs) a bar. Yeah. It's pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. And because you're just, and, and like the more that you see this conversation happening, uh, where the GOP is trying to stop this, like you, mm-hmm. that that is essentially they're just like, well, we don't we don't have to talk about all that. That's uh, divisive. Um, that's what Mitch McConnell called Dude, that's it. That's a good Mitch. He called it divisive nonsense. But so I want to talk about this one Tennessee lawmaker though, because okay. he got like straight up threatening. Uh, Dude Lafferty from Tennessee was claiming just showed his whole ass and claimed that the three-fifths compromise was a good thing and was like in some oh like you know convoluted uh, reasoning was aimed at stopping slavery and then he said i say this only because i'm tired y'all the people of this nation are tired if you start looking for trouble i guarantee you you're going to find it which is Looking like, for trouble. That's straight up. That's straight up. Like the thing that a KKK character I'm says like, yeah, in that's a, a fucking lynching. movie. You just yeah, me to get yeah. lynched. Yeah. yeah, like that's you looking for trouble because you're gonna find it. That's that's like bad guy shit. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, and by trouble I mean just saying what happened. Yeah, like just. Teaching. I'm, look, I'm I'm actually just looking for the history of this country. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What well, I, I guess it's smoke then. Yeah. Have have y'all read uh, this, this book called What is Justice? It's uh, Malcolm, Michael Sandow. He's a Harvard professor, whatever. But he has this um this book about like, what do you what do you mean when you say just? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he gives these like three kind of like uh, buckets to 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 drop stuff in. So you have like um, your idea of justice, like the greatest amount of good for the greatest amount of people. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like that would be like more like a left leaning kind of socialist way of thinking about like this is the, what's the most good we can do. Right. For the mm-hmm. most amount of people. And then there uh, then he said another way to think about it is like justice is freedom to flourish. Right. Mm. So like just set me up so I can master my destiny. You know what I'm saying? And obviously that's like a, a more libertarian approach. Right. But then he said this third way is this idea of like the ideal society, right? So it's this, like justice is, we should all be aiming at what culture should be, right? Mm -hmm. Which means that that's a fixed idea in nature that justice is this, and we all need to succumb to this definition of justice, right? And that's more of a like a conservative way of approaching things. So when I hear stuff like this, after, you know, reading this book, I'm like, you couple that with the way that like, they approach like trans rights and like LGBTQIA rights. It's like at the end of the day, you just you just don't think this should exist. Right. Like, so you're not arguing rights, you're arguing existence. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And right here, you're proving it. So when you talk about like these, like these new trans laws with like the children and stuff like that, at the end of the day, the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, you just you just think there shouldn't be trans people. Right. That's right. that's where we argue. You just think they they don't exist in your construction of the universe. Right. Yeah. So we need it. So take it all the way back to like marriage equality. It's like, well, y'all shouldn't be. Right. So mm-hmm. we're going to stop you from having rights because you shouldn't exist. 
know what I'm saying? So when I think about like them saying this whole thing about let's just not talk about 1619 and in that it's like, oh, because you've constructed a universe that means in in your universe, you weren't racist and racism doesn't exist. So let's not talk about it because it shouldn't be. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. And mm-hmm. that is just. And I'm just like, that's this. So when I when I finally think about it, like, that's what I'm talking to you about. Like, I'm still trying to convince you we exist. Police brutality. Well, it's not a thing. Nigga, yes, it is. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why not we came to my definition such- of justice. Exactly. Yeah. So right. I'm like, so when I look at this, I'm like, that's your goal. And it just all made sense to me. Like, that's your goal. You have an idea of what culture should be. Right. And if none of us fit into that, you're going to do everything in your power to erase it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm like, that's not now I know. Our, now I know the chessboard. You know, I feel like with this. So like you said, with him saying you're looking for trouble, you find it. I'm like, like you say, show this whole ass. I'm like, got it. Right. You it you don't believe it doesn't exist in your world. You can't look at it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, it still happened. Just like, just like the same thing with like, what the same thing with like again, like I think a good parallel is the trans community. I'm like, but they, but they exist. They yeah. are already here. Like, I what do no, you? No, wh- but that's what. And if, and if they are, that's why we need these laws to protect people because it's uh, it's not something I'm willing to you know yeah. a, a, extend any empathy towards. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I'm just like that's so. I'm like this is this is preposterous. Like you, which it, but it happened. Right. Like, what you want us to? You got a time machine in there somewhere? Like, right. it happened. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. This is, again, the, the all, they all, because we've talked about this. It's just too uncomfortable yeah. to have that be the table they eat at where we're all going to say, you know what? We're all equal. And we do need to actually have a reckoning with what happened, even though I have no physical direct connection to your oppression yeah. in the slavery sense. Yeah, I but I don't even want to think of what my role is now. And because I'm not willing to examine that, we just need to dead everything now. Yeah. All right. Let's talk real quick about the uh, Secret Service. Donald Trump Jr.'s wife was fucking a Secret Service agent. (laughs) Really quick, really quick. Tiffany Trump was probably hooking up with one of her Secret Service agents. According to who, Jack? Is this from your that signal this group is, that you're on? This is from People Mag. Oh, I'm sorry. This is from a <laughs> from Pulitzer Prize winning journalist who has oh, broken news about the Secret Service agents uh, in the past. So that is not is like literally the least surprising news I think I've read about the Trump family. Right. Just because look at look at those guys. But meanwhile, the other member of the Trump family who seemed to have a penchant for uh, tall, dark and handsome Secret Service agents was the president. The This report from a journalist named Lenig uh, also reports that it was not clear if Donald Trump knew what Secret Service agent personnel were saying about his daughter and daughter in law. But she says the president did repeatedly seek to remove Secret Service staff he deemed to be overweight or too short for the job. Oh, I need the men watching my family to be tall and hot is basically the. Yeah. All right. Bringing the next group of uh, agents. (laughs) All right. Sashay, you stay. Sashay away. I want them to be real cute. Yeah. Like what? (laughs) bro? All right. Pull up up your pant leg. Let me see that. Let me see that quad (laughs) development. Right. It is the most on brand story possible. Like, it's just so on brand. And yeah, I, I 100% believe this, but I also believe this about probably every other president that like, of course, the staff was hooking up. Right. You know, mm-hmm. obviously yeah, not yeah, Sasha yeah. and Malia because they're children, but like. Right. You know, uh, yeah. I ship every president and first lady with this, their Secret Service agents. That's just what oh, I do yeah. when I create that fan fiction. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> This, this the secret service does not come come out looking good i mean for yeah. obvious reasons in that case it's like unprofessional but there's also some situations with i mean this shit they had to put up with with trump it's like, ridiculous he kept pushing this idea that they needed to uh, tear down the fence around the white house and replace it with one that looked better and also and apparently like a big part of that was every time you drove over the barrier like between the white house and like the outside world uh, there was a bump that he didn't like. Oh so it was literally God. like the princess and the pea type <laughs> shit where he was like, this bump is really too much. But there's some big questions about like 
you know, one of them took to social media to express solidarity with the January 6th rioters, saying they were patriots. She also claimed that disguised Antifa had started the violence. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm sure she's not the person, like, guarding Biden. She's Kamala's body person now. Right. Right? (laughs) But, like, what if there are other agents who are sympathetic to her politics and, like, just aren't dumb enough to post it on social media? Like, that's... It's just that that's a fucked up situation to be in where we are reliant on people who like kind of fit into that world of like law enforcement. Yeah. To protect the president and like the law enforcement world is uh, aligned with Trump and white supremacy. I don't mind a person being ill-informed and professional. Right. Like, I mean, you could be a yeah, the intelligence to know what professionalism yes, is. Right? You know what I'm yeah. saying? To just be, you could be a professional. Like if you were like, hell yeah, right. I mean, I think, yeah, I think the election was stolen, this and this, but yo, this is my job though. Like I, I signed, this is what I signed up for. You know, I'm down to do the job, but yeah, I'm not really a fan of Kamala. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> right, cool. Right. Do your thing, do your job. You know what I'm saying? Like that right. to me, it's like, where are those dudes? You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the ones that I'm like, I mean, that's, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But this thing right here where it's like, you ain't got the sense enough to keep the shit to yourself, man. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're starting to, that, that's someone who's starting to see themselves as a hero. Yes. That, yes. That's definitely that someone who is on their way to. And we don't need no like, heroes. And I can yeah. do something about this. Yeah. Thing, right. Yeah. Based on my proximity to things. Like, let's just leave that alone. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, Prop, it has been such a pleasure having you on TDZ. Are you kidding me, dog? Like, when I, man, I'm not even going to list the fanboying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I've been doing for a while. And and especially, like, if I can uh, put y'all on blast a little bit, like, when we had our first sort of, you know, exploratory meeting to Mm kind of see y'all not in podcast mode, at that time, I was like, Are these yo, the I'm, same people? I, I don't know if I'm reading these dudes right. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, <laughs> just chill and professional and never talking louder than this. Like, hey, so what do you think about? <laughs> yeah. So where do you think this pod is going? He's like, hey, yeah, we really like your direction. And we just think. And I'm just like, is this the... Is this the dude singing about Pizza Kitchen every day? <laughs> <laughs> hey, professionalism, baby. That's what I'm saying. That's you know? why I'm like, I respect that. Then I got off the phone and I was like, I respect that. Like, they're professionals, you know? It would be funny if we're like, ah, what's up, prop? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true, because I'd be hella uncomfortable then. Like, like whoa. You're not, we, we're not we familiar like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you don't, like, I don't blah, say, blah, whoop de whoop cuz, cuz in business meetings. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. no, that's, like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a rapper all the time. I'm like, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you call, yeah, that, that was definitely us in uh, work mode. That was yeah, dope. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. But yeah, nah, thank you so much for having me. No, nah, man, we're going to we're going to have you back more. Yeah, yeah. It's so great having you, man. Where can people uh, find you and follow you? Yeah. So Prop Hip Hop uh, is my app mention for everything. And that's the name of the website, prophiphop.com. Got a book dropping June 9th with some poetry. Got the pod, Hood Politics Pod with this yeah, network. Yeah. So you can follow that, Hood Politics Pod. and um, yeah, man. Dropping music, also prop, hip hop. And uh yeah. I'm just so glad to be here, y'all. So exciting, man. Yeah, everybody check out uh Hood Politics and everything. everything anything this man anything does. he appears on. It's such it's so, honestly and like I just remember even r- r- listening to Hood Politics early on. Mm-hmm. For anybody who has any remote interest in politics, the hood, hip hop, anything like that, it's such a seamless fusion of everything. Yeah. And you're so, thank you. You so, you're just so easily switched from talking about something very politically, some geopolitical <laughs> context to then being like comparing it to a 50 cent lyric. Yeah. yeah. And then like <laughs> making things really connect in ways that I haven't even thought about. So I got to say, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. Y'all. Man, yeah, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Uh, uh, wait, I don't know if I understand the question. Uh, oh, we have like people a, like shout out, like if there's a, a tweet that made you oh, laugh or something, if you just want to yeah. read something. Yeah. 
There is. A tweet that made me laugh was about Bill and, Bill and Melinda Gates' divorce. <laughs> and what this lady said was, Melinda had to end her relationship because she was tired of the PC culture. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I was like, yes, underrated. This is hilarious. I immediately followed her after that. She hasn't <laughs> talked about anything else that was that funny since then. But I was like, that's that was it's to me it's the low it's the low hanging fruit that yeah. was like so obvious but we all right missed there. it it right, was right, right, right there for me that's like the, the like rappers that do that like the stuff that's like oh my god that was right in front of me how did i how did we miss that like to me that was one of those she's tired of the pc culture there it is uh miles where can people find you what's the tweet you've been enjoying twitter and instagram at miles of gray also other podcasts 420 day fiance you know we're just talking that 90 day nonsense um let's see some tweets that i like first one uh just <laughs> uh this is from kim tran uh at but i'm kim tran she quote tweeted after Andrew Yang's real spicy take on the Israel-Palestine, uh, you know, oh, the attacks God. from Israel. Henry Golding just underneath that tweet said, you are an actual twat. <laughs> was the response. And then Kim Tran put, she said, let's all welcome Henry Golding to the Asians against Yang gang, shall we? Uh, so, yeah, shout out to all of us. Uh, out there, Asians against Yang Gang. And also, uh, Mike Drucker, at Mike Drucker, tweeted, it seems the, does New York or Los Angeles have better stand-ups question has been set aside as the absolute fucking worst from both move to Austin. Uh, <laughs> wow. Maybe you on Twitter, you saw a couple, some racist nonsense happening out of some comedians there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, wait, what What was the, well, we'll, we'll talk about it on Trending, I guess. Yeah. Talk about it on Trending yesterday. Let's see. Uh, Julia Rossi tweeted, uh, I'd much rather be, quote, too sensitive than whatever the fuck has happened to half of humanity. I just, I appreciate that. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song are we recommending people check out? This is going to be, look, just another remix, because we like these. We like these real interesting remixes. Uh, this is one of, okay, so it's You Don't Know My Name uh, by Alicia Keys and Bodak Yellow. Ooh. And it's really interesting to hear the, the the Bodak Yellow lyrics over the Alicia Keys like piano vibes, vibes. but yeah. it still works, and that's what's great about a mashup. So this mm. one is from K Caleb uh, on SoundCloud, and it's called UDK My Bodak Yellow, and we'll have that link for you in the footnotes. All right, go check that out. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye. Deuces.